Hey, everyone. If you want to get a text message every time we put out a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast, all you have to do is go to your phone and text the word MSDPOD, that's all one word, MSDPOD, to 555-888. And we'll shoot you a text every time we put out a new episode. Good times. Shall we begin? three-car pileup of social media, learning, and technology, it's the Mindset Digital Podcast. Instagram copies stories from Snapchat, but has the student become the master? Two of our office millennials prepare to throw down while creative director Pete Brown makes half-baked attempts to solve their differences with obtuse metaphors. Plus, we have an update to our episode 16 review of savings app, Digit. Let's get things started. Here's our very own obtuse metaphor creative director, Pete Brown. Thanks, Bria Val. You know, back when I was in graduate school, I had a housemate who went by the nickname of Box. And what I liked about Box was whenever you saw him, he didn't say, how's it going or what's up? He'd always say, what's going on? Just like that. He'd be like, how you doing, Box? And he'd be like, what's going on? Just answered your question with a question. But what I like about the question, what's going on, is it sort of speaks to a larger period of time. I mean, when you ask somebody what's up, they generally answer what's up in that moment. Or how you doing? How am I doing right now? But what's going on is like, hey, some time has passed since I've seen you. What's going on? And so what you do is you try and serve up a couple of highlights or a couple of key points from, you know, the last little bit of time since you've seen this person. And in my first stretch of logic today, I want to compare that question, what's going on, to the idea of stories on Snapchat and Instagram. Because if you're really active on Snapchat, you're snapping things all day long picture here, a funny thing there, snap, 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 and sending them out. But you don't add all of those things to your story, not if you want people to watch it. Instead, you sort of pick the ones you like best, and you add those to your story. And then if we're connected on Snapchat, I can click on your story, and I just see these these moments that you've selected from the past 24 hours. In other words, the Snapchat story is a digital answer to the question, what's going on? Stories became very popular shortly after Snapchat launched them, And as happens in the world of social media platforms, Instagram then basically cloned the feature. They created their own version of it, Instagram Stories. Now, when this kind of copying happens, sometimes it works out for the network, sometimes it doesn't. In Instagram's case, it appears that it has. Instagram reports more than 200 million daily active users using Stories. If you go into Instagram app, by the way, and you don't see Stories, you need to update the app, which is something I had to do before we recorded today's podcast. Two millennials are my guests today, Danica Stahl and Matt Weiner, uh, and they pitched the idea of this podcast to me because when it came down to Instagram Stories versus Snapchat Stories, they assured me that they had a pretty distinct divergence of opinion. And we thought the best way to sort of work through this difference or at least explore it would be live on the podcast. So we spent a a good bit of time digging in to Snapchat stories and Instagram stories. And not to sound too clickbaity, but in the second stretch of human logic that I make a very long and detailed comparison of these two platforms to cargo trucks. You're not going to want to miss it. It's the best cargo truck to social media platform metaphor 
you're likely to hear all year. Plus, we have an update in today's show. This is an update to episode 16, in which Morgan Mulgrew walked me through the app Digit that she uses to automate her savings. Well, Briavel, yes, the same Briavel from the uptops and the outros, tried it out, and we visited for a few minutes so she could tell me about her experiences with Digit, which were markedly different than Morgan's. Is that all you got? Let's begin. Alrighty, so I have in the studio with me now, Danica Stahl. Hi, Danica. Hey, Pete. Danica, former fast working intern, managing our social feed and our blog. And we were supposed to record this yesterday, but we couldn't, Danica, because you didn't come to work because... My sister had a baby. Congratulations to Danica's sister. Uh, what kind of baby was it? Like a boy or a girl? <laughs> A girl. A girl. Nice. Did she name it yet? Yeah. She she named it Evie, but everybody keeps sending me texts and asking me if she named it Earthside um, based on a really poorly worded Instagram post. I gotcha. Well, we'll have to dig into that, I think, in another episode about Instagram wording. (laughs) Yeah. Evie. But I like that name. And so now you are Aunt Danica. Probably Tita, but yeah. yeah. And is is this your first niece or nephew? Yes, this yeah. will be my first. Well, congrats. I'm glad that uh, everything went well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty glad too. <laughs> and of course, uh, joining me now is Matthew Weiner. Hey, Pete. You can just call me Weiner. I appreciate that, Weiner. <laughs> yeah, you were here at work yesterday, but uh, you've been awfully busy running around. Yeah, yeah. He says, he's shaking his head. You actually look a little bit tired to me today, Wiener. Are you getting enough sleep? No, it, okay. it's, been a, it's been a rough few weeks, but I feel productive. Here's why I'm excited about today's podcast. Uh, first of all, I, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to be talking about, so there's that sense of mystery. But secondly, you know, every great story hinges on having conflict. And as I understand it, there is some conflict of opinion between you two around stories. That's uh, that's true, particularly on Instagram. Okay, so yeah. yeah, who wants to outline what's going on here? Matt does. Thanks, Wiener. <laughs> Just <laughs> pretend I'm your your grandma. Okay, Break sure. Break it down. <laughs> so, uh, Instagram, which is owned by Facebook, mm-hmm. has continued in the tradition of every other social media platform, ripping off Snapchat's popular features. Sure, and taking them for their own. Okay. And this includes Snapchat Stories, which is a pretty big part of the app, which is, you know, in addition to, oh, okay, so for Instagram, in addition to your your regular post, you can get, you can string together a, a short story about your day. Okay, yeah, so on Snapchat, how this works, you're, you're making snaps and you can add a snap to your story. Right. And, and it shows be, you about the last 24 hours. The last 24 hours, that's right. So my daughter has been in Washington, D.C. with the eighth grade <laughs> D.C. trip this week. So uh, the way, and she has not reached out once to say going well, but I've been watching her story and it seems like <laughs> yeah. she's having a good time. Yeah. So the interesting thing with Instagram and this feature is that this time it really took off for, for Instagram versus Snapchat. Okay. So even though Snapchat sort of, you know, pioneered this Wildly popular feature on social. Instagram is now, I think, at like 200 million wow. daily stories. Uh, uses for these stories. Well, let's check in here. Danica, you have been building our Instagram feed here at Mindset Digital, and actually we've had some good growth recently. Yes. Yes, yes we can, have. Can, what have you been doing to get that growth? 
Um, actually tagging posts, first of all. Nice. That always helps. <laughs> yep. Using images that are in focus. Okay. And um, I have experimented a little bit with stories. They don't get as much engagement as our posts do. Okay. Um, but I don't know. It's it's interesting because I didn't think anyone would watch our stories to begin with, but yeah. people do. So we, uh, we post things on Instagram. We can add them to our story. Can I just add something to my story without it being on my Instagram feed? Yes. 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 Okay. Again, the nodding yes. is good. But we, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, so, I'm thinking about videotaping one of should, these. I, we should. <laughs> can see the panicked look on out yeah. of our faces. No, that would be good. We should videotape it and then put that on YouTube on the YouTube yeah. instead, and yeah. we won't edit it. Yeah. Let's, except for let's do that next time. We will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the, another uh, just throwing it out. Another interesting part of Instagram stories versus Snapchat is uh, Instagram has really made it a lot less obvious, really not obvious at all if you're if you're not putting up your story live, right? Like the idea of Snapchat stories is you're you're filming this live and if you mm -hmm. update content to your story from your camera roll or right. saved in your snap roll, which you can do, yeah. it would it, it would flag it as, you know, this is like older. Yeah. <laughs> now just I want to say just this week, Snapchat has started to remove some of the borders, making it a little bit less obvious okay. that this is from your from your camera feed. Yeah. And I wonder if part of that is in reaction to, you know, Instagram has offered especially brands and celebrities a sort of way to look a lot more polished, even mm -hmm. though it's supposed to feel like it's in the now. I and I wonder you. if that's why Instagram stories have been a little bit more – I have uh, caught on a little bit more than Snapchat. So if I'm a big celebrity, and I am, I have 14 <laughs> followers on Instagram, right. uh, and I want it to seem like my life is always awesome, mm -hmm. right? On Snapchat, there is that sort of rawness to the content I make. Right. And on Instagram, I can polish it up and then pass it off as if it were raw. Exactly. Yeah, you can you can make your stage photos look a lot more immediate. I mean, the lies just get bigger <laughs> and bigger, don't they? And those lies are popular. Okay. All right. So you two, what what's the conflict here? What what's the difference of opinion? Hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it had to do you with you guys pitched this <laughs> to me as as saying <laughs> Matt and I disagree. <laughs> I think it was that we disagreed. Because of the way we were using the two platforms. Okay. So when I build, build my Snapchat stories, they're very um, – they are very raw, like you were saying. Yeah. They're like me singing in the car yeah. and, like, playing with my dogs and stuff. Yeah. And, and on Instagram, I don't post stuff like that, mostly right. because the people who follow me there aren't – people I know as mm -hmm. intimately, so it doesn't make sense. So everything I put on there is more curated. It's sure. more, more pictures of food that I wouldn't want permanently on my Instagram feed. Yeah. Uh, just uh, letting everyone know, today's episode is sponsored by the train that is going by outside. <laughs> Being old railroad. All right. And Wiener? I, well, I can't remember where we disagreed now. <laughs> Maybe you changed your mind. No, did you, did no. You? So, Wiener, it does seem like you are a little bit I, put well, off by the cloning of Snapchat features. It is, well, maybe that's where it is because I, I don't use – I haven't really used Instagram stories. Right. I, I've tried and I, I think my heart is just with Snapchat. Yeah. Even though I have noticed – I mean pretty much everyone I'm friends with on Instagram, they, yeah, the stories yeah. seem to be getting more and more popular each I, day. I watch your Snapchat stories, Wiener. I mean, they're usually sometimes you're seeing a band or yeah. you're, you're somewhere. So it's, it's you know, it's not eighth grade DC trip good, but it's, <laughs> it's decent content. It's close. Yeah. So 
But is do you think it's because you are on the older end of being a millennial that you're like I'm all <laughs> I'm all Snapchat. I'm not I'm not going for Instagram. I don't know. Well, because so I I so I love Instagram. I mean, Instagram and Snapchat are really the two networks. The, yeah, they're, they're the two networks I use. I mean, especially I, yeah. for visual. I mean, I, sure. so I'm also big on yeah. I like Twitter a lot, but I'm more lurking there yeah. and like, yeah. following the news. I don't really do as much posting on Twitter. Sure. Okay. And I, I post a lot on Instagram. I, I I don't know what it is that like the stories just haven't haven't caught on for me. Well, I really like them, and I think maybe that's what we disagreed on. Whether, whether <laughs> you or like not the they continue to grow. I don't, I don't you like them. the Instagram stories. Yeah, so, yeah, Instagram stories. I like them a lot more than Snapchat. And like I've been seeing like my friends and stuff. They're not on Snapchat as much. I mean, I still use it a lot. Yeah. Um. But what I've been doing recently is I'll take some of the ideas I've had for Snapchat and I'll refine them mm. and reuse them on Instagram instead. Okay. Does Snapchat, or I'm sorry, does Instagram give you the little tools like adding stickers and things like that? Yeah, but they're like, they don't have super fun filters or mm-hmm. anything. It's mm-hmm. it's less gimmicky, I guess. You mean less fun? <laughs> well, let's put, let's think of this. We, we have talked about Instagram on this podcast and on our blog is sort of being your personal visual hall of fame. Mm-hmm. I don't think you use it that way, Wiener, but I, Instagram. Yeah. I, I wrote a post, I think last month about how my daughter who comes up often, but she's in middle school and they just decide <laughs> how everything works. Uh, you know, she had hundreds of photos and then she went through this phase where she just got down to her 10 favorite and, and she constantly just keeps 10 photos on there. Uh, but it sounds like with with Snap or with Instagram stories, Danica, what you're saying is, you know, maybe I have an idea and Snapchat feels a little bit too raw. I want to give it some more polish. So I'm going to do it on Instagram. Yeah, it gives you a new opportunity. And like, just just a thought I had. Um, people aren't using it the same way they used to either. Like, there are a lot of just meme accounts now. So I mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's made me feel more comfortable posting ideas that were born on Snapchat mm-hmm. onto this platform instead. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. Are your audiences about the same size? Definitely not. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, they're both pretty small. I have almost 200 on Instagram. And then on Snapchat, I probably have like maybe 50 people that I talk to, mm-hmm. but well, that watch my stories, but I only have like like 10 people I actually consistently send snaps to. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot better than I'm doing. Although yeah. I, I have Yay. about like 15 people that watch my stories. And uh, Wiener, what's your Snapchat score now? Oh, let's see. It is twenty-one thousand five hundred and forty. Wow! Congrats. <laughs> Mine's never accurate because mm. it always ends up freezing, and then I have to delete the app and mm-hmm. hit it again. Yeah, it is the poor carpenter who blames her tools. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I have been using Snapchat a lot more because I started a streak with both of my kids, uh, and I kind of consider it a parenting scoreboard. So <laughs> when my wife says, you're never here, you're always at work, you're emotionally unavailable, your kids <laughs> need you, I can just show her this scoreboard, which clearly indicates I have at least one interaction with them every day. <laughs> so I'm up to 12 days with my son and six days with my daughter. That's great. I mean, I don't do that with my mom, but like on Instagram, we always like each other's photos, and it makes me feel really close to her. Yeah, hers are mostly of um, mushrooms, but yeah, she's a mushroom hunter, as we have discussed on this podcast. Also, 
Okay, so uh, the conflict did not turn out as well as I had hoped, but I feel like we had some moderately intelligent things to say about <laughs> these, about this. I what and, and Wiener, you said Instagram stories have taken off. Yeah, and do you know why? I do you just guess. I, I mean, my my guess is the fact that you can be more curated with your Instagram stories, and I mean, part of it could just be what, well, like, I mean, if that's where your social graph is, if you've yeah. got more followers on Instagram and. I, I think it's right. I mean, you're going to have probably more people that you're uh, like tangentially connected to on Instagram. Like Snapchat right. really is, it's your, your network. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know about you, Danica, with your 50 people following <laughs> you, but you probably don't have as many strangers coming across your, your snaps, right? Whereas you can get um, that. Not really. I mean, I've posted my Snapchat before in like Reddit threads and stuff. And mm-hmm. there are some, <laughs> some weirdos God, from there <laughs> back in the day. Um <laughs> But, yeah, it's mostly people you know. But I also think that part of it is because Instagram also – it's – I don't want to say it's more visual, but, it, like, when you compare it to other stuff like Facebook or mm-hmm. something, pe- it was, like, really the place where people first started yeah. posting photos and stuff. And, and you can compare the two and look at Facebook stories, which – new ripoff. They suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no one's using them. How do those work? <laughs> Nobody knows because no one's using it. Okay. Yeah, that was one thing we wanted to – yeah, we we both agree that Facebook stories are sad and comical. Well, I remember when Instagram first came out, before it was even acquired by Facebook, uh, it was the filters that we all thought was really neat. And this Mm -hmm. idea that it was a social network on its own seemed a little bit secondary and then it Hmm. just sort of took off, right? Maybe what we disagreed on was which platform we liked more. Do you like Snapchat more? Well, for for stories specifically. I like, oh yeah, I I like Snapchat for stories. Okay, I, I think that was it. I do not. I don't know. Okay. Instagram stories just isn't. It's not working for me. We'll see. Are you guys ready for me to tell a long tangential <laughs> and um, possibly boring story that I'm sure to cut from the episode? <laughs> that sounds okay. great. <laughs> okay. So, have you guys seen like these big Ford Transit vans that they have now? You know, they kind of have replaced the the boxy cargo the, van, the square ones, yeah, like that remind you of the, the van your grandma used to have. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they've been selling these. Uh, Ford has one. Dodge has one for a couple of years. Uh, years ago, there was one that looked just like them called a Sprinter. And uh, if you wanted a van like this, you bought a Sprinter. Um, now the other companies have picked up and started putting out their own versions of them. So I'm driving on I-71, and one of these passes me, and it's a Sprinter. And on the back, a guy has, like, gone to Lowe's and gotten letters, like wooden letters, and spelled out, I drive the innovator, not the duplicator. Like, <laughs> like he was so... He was so intensely invested that he had made this this decision to buy the original, probably before Ford came out with theirs, that he wants random people on the highway to know, uh, to to the point of of really taking some time to stick these letters on the back of his van. Uh, and so, how is this related to our discussion? The Sprinter is Snapchat. The guy is Wiener, right? And these new Ford vans are Instagram. What do you think? I can see that. Yeah. For story. I mean, I look, I, I love Instagram. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. But, but the stories. But it's not, um, these networks don't really, like, if you walk around saying I love Instagram, it's not like you're being allied with a brand in a certain way, right? It's not like saying I'm a Pepsi person to mm-hmm. say I'm an Instagram person. 
Is it? Um, I don't know. I think it kind of is. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I think, I think it, it does too. Like, although maybe not. All these people just casually switching over to Instagram stories. Yeah. No loyalty these days. Yeah. Well, a lot of the people that I follow on Instagram are like business owners and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just easier because yeah. you get their feed and their story all in the same place, and, like, having to switch back and forth is actually super annoying. Yeah. Plus, you never know what their Snapchat handle is, so you can't find them. And, like, it's just easier to discover stuff through stories on Instagram, too, because, n- no offense, Snapchat, if you're listening, but your Discover sucks. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's all uh, about even Kylie I, Jenner. Even I have used this enough to know that that's <laughs> terrible, and I, I think my score is maybe 200. So. Uh, okay. So this was a good talk. I appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, next time we're going to go for more conflict. <laughs> right, we're gonna see what it's like to really put out a, a podcast with with a this divergence was, this was of a opinion. Lot of conflict for us. I mean, I could start a fight, but that <laughs> that would like, be that would be great. I, <laughs> we need something, right? We need something to break that forty mark of downloads. So, <laughs> um, and I think we'll videotape the next one too and put it on YouTube and just see how that goes. Okay. Yeah. So I appreciate. Was this fun for you guys? You it's like fun. this? Yeah. One? yeah. Okay. I appreciate you because I know we the podcast always gets put off when real work comes in. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we got this one in. And uh, Wiener, you haven't been on in a long time. No, and I'm glad to be our, our 40 fans are asking where you are. So, <laughs> so I did have lunch today with someone who um, listens to the podcast and. He did mention that Wiener hasn't been on in a while. Well, that's good. We can stop using that where's Wiener hashtag because (laughs) we were getting some very mixed results. That is awesome. Okay, guys, thanks for coming in, and uh, we'll talk again. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Pete. Good times. So I'm here with Bria Val Schultz. We, for some reason, are at opposite microphones. That feels really weird to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, we can switch if you want. No, it's all right. We'll we'll stick with it. But you had shared with me, now we had done a whole episode on the app Digit, which helps you save, and then you tried it out. Is that right? Yes. And tell me how it went. (laughs) Okay. So I listened to that episode and I was like, oh my gosh, this app sounds amazing. I need it. So I downloaded it. Yeah. And um, and so maybe part of the problem here, maybe there was some intro guide that I didn't read Mm -hmm. somewhere, but I just downloaded it right from the store. I got you. And um, and so from the beginning, it was doing a really nice job of exactly what Morgan said, where it'll take like one or two dollars out. How long and did yeah? How long did it take you to kind of get it set up? Uh, oh, very fast. Okay, very fast. Well, let's see. It um, you download it, and then it analyzes you for three days. Oh, okay. And then it starts pulling money. Okay. Little bit by little bit, and I was like, this is perfect. But I was like, but I needed to be a little more aggressive because I have some major uh, goals this summer. Yeah, I got you. Some big life expenses. <laughs> some big life expenses. Yeah. And um, and so I was like, okay, Digit, let's do this. I want to save 700 by July 1st. Just okay. like if you need to take it out in chunks of fives or tens, right. like do that. That yeah. was my assumption. Sure. Because I had gotten used to this it incrementally. That's right. Pulls and, things. and just to, to clarify, yeah. you said that by tapping $700 into the app. You don't talk to it. You don't talk <laughs> to it, right. No, but you're kind of talking to it yeah. because you're text messaging with its bot. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so it gives you suggested texts like, oh, okay. text me this, text me that. And so it said, text me Bill. And so I texted Bill. And I was like, Bill for 700 
And it's like, great, we'll we'll try to squirrel away this much by July first. Okay. <laughs> so I so as soon as Digit met my first paycheck yeah. that it had seen. Yeah. It immediately took out seven hundred dollars nice. from that paycheck. Well, and, it's super efficient. I know. And One it was, and done. Dropping the mic. Exactly. And Digit sent me this message, and it was like, "Hey, we completed your goal ninety days in advance." And I was like, <laughs> oh. "I was like, you what?" what? <laughs> I was like, "Um, that's cool. I I kind of need that for like rent or yeah. student loans, food, food." Um. <laughs> So that just completely took me by surprise because I guess it had only analyzed me for three days. Sure. And here I'm thinking that it's going back and analyzing my spending history for months. Right. Knowing that. So probably in those three days, it didn't see a paycheck come in. It didn't see. And suddenly this big influx of cash came in. Right. In those three days, it didn't see a paycheck. It didn't see expenses. And here I am thinking, oh, it knows that rent is due on the first. Yeah. And it didn't. No. So, so how did you how did you undo this? Um, I sent them a very angry <laughs> customer support email, which which did nothing. That's okay. Um, but I I immediately closed Digit, and then it said, "Great, you'll have your money back in six days." Oh my gosh! And I was like, "Great, <laughs> thanks, thanks." So it's not as simple as just sending a text back to the bot saying, thanks, "Give me, Digit. give me this much money back." Yeah, no, it wasn't, and and I don't know if it's just because it was for a large amount. Yeah, but I think I think what happened was that so when it's just doing its little autosave thing, right? That is lovely. Yes, because it's just like Morgan said, you can't, you don't right. notice it. It's right. beautiful. Um, and I think if I had put goal instead of bill, yeah, maybe it would have been okay. But I think for bill, it was like, oh my god, you have a bill due. Sure, like we need to f- sure figure this out now. So <laughs> okay, so so it does it does what it's supposed to pretty well, right. and you're willing to sort of share the doofus dumb between right. <laughs> what you asked for and what the app did, right? And I don't know if I've just missed something, but it was like, would you like to text me goal or bill yeah. or save? And I was like, oh, bill, that's perfect. Yeah. Let's like, let's get this set up. And did they respond to your email at all? No, no, okay. No. Uh-uh. So what's the word to the wise for people who are going to try out Digit? Um. Be careful with the bill function. Sure. And I would say set it up for a little amount. Yeah. And maybe hang out with Digit for like a month yeah. before you put in a big amount. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> um, then last question, did, do you need to borrow some money? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. My student loans was a little okay. late, but that's okay. It's all, right. all good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you shared that with me because I like I like the idea that our podcast continued to live on. Right. You're right. So yeah. very good. So I think we're going to add this to the end of the digit episode, but okay. then we'll also add it to an upcoming episode. So. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Good time. So I'm going to see you. I know we're recording for another episode in just a few minutes. Cool. Good, good time. Is that all you got? Okay, my thanks again to Matt Wiener, Danica Stahl, and Bria Val Schultz, all for appearing on today's episode. That was a fun one. I enjoyed it. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, Bria Val, take us home. The Mindset Digital Podcast is brought to you by Mindset Digital. We bring workforces up to speed in our fast-forward digital world. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend, or even better, leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps. Have questions, comments, or ideas about the podcast you want to share with our team? Send them to podcast at mindsetdigital.com. This episode was produced by Pete Brown, Jessica James, and me, Bria Bell Schultz, and featured myself, Matt Wiener, and Danica Stahl. 
Audio mixing was done by Jeff Geller at Allegro Media Design. Some music in today's show is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Oh, shout.